to the Small Business Minute. Today's topic is putting lipstick on a pig. I actually started writing this piece three or four years ago, pre-COVID days, and as often happens when trying to be creative, you can be hit with a case of writer's block that can leave any number of incomplete topics to collect dust. In my case, I have upwards of a dozen or so pieces just sitting on the sidelines at any point in time. So that was the case with this piece. The reason I mentioned pre-COVID is because many businesses are still facing challenges as they recover. However, my original observations about customer experience were prior to COVID and yet still exist today. The phrase to put lipstick on a pig means making superficial or cosmetic changes to a product in a futile effort to disguise its fundamental failings. Many businesses, both small and large, condone this kind of behavior. On a recent trip south, we stayed in a number of hotels. Like many, when heading to a specific destination, we tend to stay in mid-range establishments that we book at some point during our day. Booking any farther ahead is pointless as we never know how far we'll drive on any given day because of weather or traffic. These establishments are well-known chains from Holiday Inn Express to Hampton Inns to just name a few. Fancy? No, but usually more than satisfactory for a quick overnight stop and they're usually situated right near the major highway exits. So easy off, easy on. In most cases, they're reasonably priced and provide a free breakfast. All in all, a good value proposition most of the time. The following are just a few of the observations I made during our stays at various establishments. Poorly trained and uncaring staff, burnt out light bulbs in the room, inoperative power ports or outlets in room, significant marks on wall and ceilings, peeling wallpaper, faded stains on bathroom door, poorly applied caulking around the tub. Individually, none of these shortcomings are deal breakers and can easily be overlooked when just staying one night. As I like to say, I ain't buying the place, and for the most part, the rooms and establishment were clean, but they tarnished the customer experience. The point I'm trying to make with these observations is when something such as a hotel room is serviced every single day, how do any of these items get overlooked? In one hotel we stayed in, they were in the process of completely renovating the front lobby and breakfast area. Yet, this is the same place where the wallpaper in the hallway was peeling and a light bulb in the room was burnt out. To my way of thinking, they kind of got this back asswards. I always wonder whose decision it is to invest tens of thousands of dollars in refurbishing the lobby when the rest of the establishment is in dire need of some loving. Especially when these items can be rectified at little or no cost. It's akin to putting lipstick on a pig. And again, does little to improve the customer experience. When you think about it, once checked in, most guests spend their time in their room as they rest up for the next day of driving. So wouldn't you think room maintenance would be a priority? To be sure, first impressions are important and major renovations are part of the hospitality industry. As franchisees, they have requirements to update their facilities to new standards set out by the franchisor. But many small businesses operate the same way. They are more concerned about their outward appearance, which I maintain is an absolute must, but useless if the behind the scenes operations are totally out of sync with that image. Too often I see business owners spend time, effort, and resources on producing great websites and social media posts, but only deliver mediocre products, service, or results for their customers. If they only spent a part of that effort on delivering great service to their customers, their profitability would soar. Unfortunately, that kind of effort doesn't get them the likes or shares that they so desperately seem to need. What many forget is that the likes or shares rarely put money in the bank. Let me ask you, how many times have you purchased a product or service only because of their social media activity? If you're like most, not very often, if ever. 
The sad part is that the return on investment on social media is, for the most part, never measured. Mostly because most small businesses don't have the knowledge or resources to track the results. The assumption is that they're successful executing their strategy because views or likes keep growing. Focusing on the wrong things rarely pays dividends. The true metrics that they should be measuring are those that are focused on the customer experience, average order size, repeat sales, and on-time delivery. This is what successful entrepreneurs do. They focus on getting better. So in order to determine if you are focused on the right things, the first question to ask yourself is, do you care? Are you actively working on becoming more efficient? Are you paying attention to the little things that would make it easier for your clients to deal with you? Are you actively seeking input from your customers on what's working and what isn't? What are their main pain points dealing with you? These are all legitimate questions, and more often there are a myriad of little things that you and your team can do to improve your deliverables. But first, you must care. You must care enough to dig deep to identify your company's shortcomings. It's never easy to self-criticize, but it is necessary if you're going to improve the customer experience. One of the best ways to start the process is to ask yourself, if you were your customer, would you be willing to accept your service levels? To help with the process, the following is a list of questions to help you get started on a journey of discovery that costs little or nothing, but will help with your customer experience. Number one, when was the last time you looked at your website? Is the information relevant and current? Is it mobile friendly? Do a quick search on outdated websites and you discover what turns off your customers when they visit an outdated website. It might be costing you more than you think. Consider that over 70% of customers visit a website before visiting the business. Number two, when was the last time you checked both the company voicemail and that of your employees? Do you still have your out of office notice from last year's summer vacation? Does the message drone on forever with information instead of directing them to your website? Do you use it for quick promotional messages? Number three, what's your response time to voicemails or emails? Many voicemail messages state that they'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. Seriously, customer calls should be returned immediately. If not, then the same day at least. Get too many calls that you can't return them the same day? Then hire more people or put most commonly asked questions on your website to reduce the volume of calls that only require information. See point number one. Number four, do you deliver on time? Are you constantly missing deadlines and having to make excuses? Maybe you're taking on too much work and agreeing to timelines that you know will be impossible to meet. To correct this, you might need to be honest with your customer from the start and set realistic completion dates. Yes, you might lose some business, but it's better than failing to deliver and damaging your reputation. It's about managing workflow. Number five, is your staff working efficiently? That doesn't mean they need to work harder. No, it means you need to make sure that they are properly trained and that you identify and remove roadblocks that inhibit their abilities. Do they need your approval on everything? Train them, then delegate the responsibility and authority to make decisions. Creating templates and processes can also reduce the time and effort needed to deliver final reports or product. Number six, are you trying to provide too much to your customer under the value added premise when nobody cares? Working under the pretense of more is better when in fact, less is more might be a better approach. Number seven, do you update your clients with regular status reports or do you leave your customers in the dark? Having a customer constantly looking for an update is wrong. A quick phone call, text message, or email to update them on the status of a back order or delay can diffuse a lot of problems. 
Rest assured that any time spent on providing exceptional customer experience quickly translates into reduced customer churn, increased repeat orders, and of course, improved financials. And what about you? Another way to improve customer experience is to consider what is stressing you out. It's usually a good indicator of what needs fixing. Specifically, where do you think you can provide a better customer experience? What are your pain points? These are the things that keep you awake at night. What are you doing about them? Be honest with yourself, because we can all do better. Let's face it, there's no point in attracting new customers only to lose them because you failed to deliver. So what's your peeling wallpaper or burnout light bulb? In many cases, it's not the things we hear about that need to be fixed. It's the ones we don't hear about that's troubling. This is where the silent majority just walk away, never to be seen again. Sometimes, good enough isn't. I'm Greg Weatherton, and this has been your Small Business Minute.